0: What's ah, what's up, motherfuckers?
1: <laughs> They'll be like, don't say curse words on here. No, nah, yeah. you're good. <laughs> what's going on, guys? So uh, this is kind of unexpected. We're the uh, first ever in live in-person podcast here on the Mike Lewis Podcast with a guest who's been here before.
0: Yeah, dude.
1: Oh, wait, I want to get that. Get we that, had him boy. on for uh, special number twenty-five. We also had him on for an after-show with uh, Thomas. Thomas kind of made some man. waves a little bit there. So yeah. uh, you know, him and I just went. We were at a shooting range hitting a few golf balls, and we stopped at the mall. Um, kind of got a bite to eat, and he actually was they had uh, a
0: Popeyes in there. So you know, I had to go to the Louisiana kitchen, ball. So you you were talking about you not being at the mall for a while,
1: right? So yeah, that kind of like dude,
0: that was the first time I stepped in a mall since COVID. You know, and it was it was surreal. I was like, wow, I can't believe this is here. Wow, this is nice.
1: And I actually asked him while we we're in there, you think uh, you think anybody will know, or do you kind of go through that thing where you're in a public place where people know notice you and know you're? Yeah,
0: not as much as like in Louisiana. Like I was saying, like in Louisiana, it's pretty crazy because you know they don't see famous people. They're like, wow, you're like level A plus famous. Out here, you're in New York. You're right by the city. You're in Jersey. It's kind of like, ah, people ain't going to freak out so much. So, no, I don't really expect it too much as much as I used to,
1: for sure. I actually rather that. No, yeah, and I know a lot of people kind of talk about um, Landon, he's a big name, but he said, like, it's nice to go to restaurants now and have yeah. 90% of the time people, uh, yeah, like, waiter won't know who you are.
0: It'll happen, like, sometimes you'll be somewhere, but not like at a restaurant. If somebody sees you, they're like, oh my god, like, you know, try to strike a conversation. But used to be, it was like, I need a picture with you right now, and um, they were really adamant about it. Nowadays, people don't really freak out so much. So it's pretty good. And people that do know us, the real world when it hit, you got to imagine, like, that person's probably preteen or young teen, right, watching the show. And then they get older. So the people that know who I am and were, like, really invested in my season are probably out of college. Like, just getting out of college now. So they're not as as like rambunctious as they were as teenagers but they still appreciate seeing you and they still want a picture they're just a lot smoother about coming up to you nowadays
1: yeah so what uh what was your whole perspective now on getting out kind of uh hitting a few balls and uh going out there in this whole process of what we've been in now
0: yeah dude it was kind of crazy you know you you imagine yeah you want to get out and play some golf but
1: You know, I was like, well, ask the question again. What was it like for you uh, coming out of this pandemic now, kind of getting out for the first time? I know you got your boat thing, but that's kind of like your little private thing. Now, Boating
0: is private. Uh, this summer was really cool for boating because, you know, everybody that has a boat is like, hey, I can't go to games. I can't go to this. I can't go to that. But if I go out on my own boat, I can do whatever the hell I want because nobody's around me. And uh, so that kind of cool, it was a really cool boating season, but I have not been out doing stuff and being around people, especially being here in New York, like things are pretty strict, you know, and, 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 you know, I lost my pops due to this virus, so I kind of take it a little serious, and uh, I just kind of was like, look, I'm going to play by the rules on this one, I'm not really going to mess around too much, and I haven't been going out, my weekends literally have been boat weekends this whole summer,
1: which isn't a bad thing. I missed out on some golf. I missed out on some mall. I missed out on <laughs> some all kinds of stuff. And it was cool to get out and do it. Yeah, and uh, they're kind of filming the season now during this whole virus and next coming channel. What do you think about that? Do you think it's uh, kind of a dangerous move? I think it'll be good. I mean, the thing about the show is the way they shoot it is everybody's
0: that, – that circle will be a closed circle. They'll be able to test everybody. And then they'll have a pretty successful event at managing – outside sources coming in for the show so I think it will be safer than a lot of people would think it is because if you're in a part of a closed group you're a closed group it's the it's the strangers coming in that you don't know you don't trust um, that would mess it up and while you're filming you're pretty isolated you know that the, the houses they stay at are huge the um, you know they don't be. You don't get to be around a bunch of people. As far as shooting the challenge, you don't go to
1: a lot of clubs and stuff like that. So, I think
0: the risk is minimal in that situation.
1: Yeah, and they're gonna. I'm sure they're gonna have like guidelines and procedures and stuff. Oh yeah. To get this thing off the ground, running and stuff. And um, I mean, hey, it's the challenge. They'll always find a way to make something happen. We'll yeah. S- dude. I'm, I'm really excited to see it. To be honest with you, this is a new. Like unprecedented time that we're in, so hey, I mean, I'm I'm expecting everything. I
0: think once the cameras start rolling, I think that all of the cast members. Sorry, I got this piece of tape on my hand from playing golf. (laughs) It looks a little weird, but all the cast you won't see any of the procedure. Once they get into that bubble and the cameras start rolling, it's gonna feel like a regular season to everybody. It's all the crap that the guys are gonna have to do before they get onto the show before the cameras start rolling that is going to be frustrating and that's where all the
1: procedures are going to come in so now I got to ask you about this and also this is a kind of spoiler thing I know guys might get annoyed for me talking about what's going to happen on the next season but people were talking a lot because obviously as you probably can imagine casting spoilers and stuff comes oh, out scary and what
0: scariest stuff bro they literally get you they if you stop tweeting they're like oh Looks like you're going to the challenge. He stopped tweeting. And then they figure it out. Bro. They're smart.
1: I got to ask you now, because a lot of people were talking about this. It came out that this next season of the show, we talked about this on our podcast, about them pulling from Arya the One and stuff like that. Right, this. right. This next season, they're pulling a singer from America's Got Talent. They're pulling a WWE superstar. And they've yeah. even got a guy from a Netflix show coming on. So what is your thoughts on that? I think...
0: As far as that goes, I think the challenge is is like a worldwide phenomenon where people everybody wants to say they did it. Like those those things that we do, those those games that we play, the the, the, the challenges that we do are fun. Everybody there's not a person that I know that hasn't come and be like, man, I wish I could have tried it. I would love to know if I'd be good at it. It's it's outlandish stuff. It's not football, it's not baseball, it's not this, it's not that. It's a hodgepodge of everything kind of mixed together. So I think that everybody wants to try it. And I think they're trying to take the challenge to this new thing where it's like, we're gonna pull people in from different walks of entertainment to give them a shot at seeing what they got. You know, let's turn the challenge into like, It's not just about the challenges on. It's kind of like Dancing with the Stars now, where it's like, who's there and how good are they going to do in this situation? We watch Dancing with the Stars because we know these stars, but we want to know how they groove. Like, what do they get down to? Like, what is it like? So the challenge is going to... The challenge is going to kind of be like... Like that, but for athleticism. Like, all right, you, we see you. You, you do this stuff. You look pretty athletic. Let's see what you got. Like, let's let's throw you on the challenge, and see what you got. So I think it's gonna kind of take that kind of perspective, like where it's not just about the challenge, it's about who's on the challenge, stuff like that.
1: But no, and we're seeing now, kind of with how they're pulling from casting and stuff, and kind of how the show is turning. They're turning this more into like a sport, and they're also kind of pulling people who maybe have the most Instagram followers yeah, or IG uh, models and stuff like this.
0: That's true. Nowadays, um, you know, back when we used to do it, they were gambling on us. We were nobodies with a story. And, you know, they were, they were like, we're gonna put you on camera and see how it works. Nowadays, they can measure you before you get there. Like, you know, well, how many followers you got? You know, what do you do? You got a YouTube channel? You got this, you got that? How many people can you bring to watch the show So as, as far as that goes I don't agree with that Because As easier it, It's going to make, make The challenge casting A lot easier But it used to be Well I wouldn't even say Challenge casting Or the real world casting Because that's what They used to pull from That used to be An event To find that cast that Those seven members And then those people Became the challenge crew in it, And it was really about Like building the story Of people and, and you know, like for me, getting my story out to the world was huge. Like it was a big monumental point in my life. And if it wasn't for the real world, I wouldn't have had the opportunity to do that. I wouldn't have made a YouTube channel and gotten hundreds of followers or thousands of followers. It wouldn't have happened. They found me. They, 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 they were interested in my story. And I wasn't necessarily interested in, in self-promoting myself. I wanted to do a show. That would be cool. But I'm not the type of person That's going to, like, roll camera on myself every day and create my own, you know, show like some of these kids are now. And I just think when you pull somebody that's already trying to do what they're doing, like, you know, the the Instagram famous kids and stuff, you're going to, like, what is their story? What do they really have to bring? And it used to be about that. It really used to be, like, me and Mike Mike were putting there on purpose, cause they knew that, that those two characters were gonna clash. And they, we probably clashed around Heather, you know. Mike Mike probably had a little bit of crush on him. And, and because both of those boys were gonna go after that girl, we were gonna see what the girl was gonna pick, and we were gonna see what the repercussions were gonna be between the two young alphas growing. There, I mean, we were young males, you know. We, they were like, throw them together and see what happens. And I, you know, I really, I really did it. I really did like that idea, you know. And now that's—I don't think even if they ever did bring the real world back, that that concept would come back. It would probably go to, hey, hey, how many Instagram followers you got? That's how you're gonna get on this show. So, you know, give and take. It's a new world. You know, when we came, when I did the real world, that was when Twitter dropped, bro. Yeah. Twitter dropped. Like Twitter had just got famous. Our show was like the show. Our battles on Twitter, like between cast members, we'd talk to each other on Twitter, and all of a sudden we were at the freaking reunion, and they were asking us what we were talking about on Twitter, and we were like, "Oh, I didn't know y'all were paying attention to that. Why are we talking about that?" Like, that was
1: a—we thought that was a kind of a private conversation. And now, if, if your season were to hypothetically, you know, kick off now, right? It could be a totally different discussion because Twitter and Instagram and everything else these days is pretty much a staple of society and it is a the world in general. So you might have been uh, maybe in a I'm... worse shape then if uh, you did your season now. Yeah, I, I, to be honest, I don't even think I would have got on the
0: show. Oh, we, are, we are backlit. Oh, production problems. We ain't called somebody in. Hey, hey film, y'all better come fix this stuff we don't
1: have to worry about this stuff on the show no, yeah, no, you gotta worry about your own stuff
0: <laughs> but, um, uh, but yeah man, I don't think I would have made it on the show as far as like, um as far as like what we see now they, it it would probably be different, I'd probably have to already have had a YouTube running, telling my story and everybody would already have to know it. and, you know, my secrets we got on my season, and it blew up. In this world now, they would have already know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They would. Have, I would have been there because I was famous for being on fretpad not because I had to tell the world and tell my family and tell everybody. You know. Mm-hmm. So it was that. That was a very
1: genuine experience for me that I don't think we're gonna see another example of something that that. And I think that's why you have somewhat of a lasting impact and a resonation with a lot of the audience is because you had an authentic story and yeah. um, well, and I let it
0: happen authentically and you let it happen organically yeah, it this happened. was this it wasn't anything happened.
1: being put on for the camera and yeah. um, you're what's many would call and myself included is arguably the most or one of the most iconic Characters, we're talking characters in the history of real world. They have stories, this is why they're remembered. And you, my friend, you have a story that has had a lasting impact and can be told for years down the line, dude. Thank you, bro.
0: Look, we can actually fist bump, <laughs> it's not, it's not between Skype, man. We actually fist yeah. bumping in the car. Thank you, bro. I appreciate that, but yeah, I mean. That's one thing that I worry is Is not gonna happen with the real world and the challenge Coming up because everybody like dude It's true I went on that show I knew My story and I knew that the producers Were gonna tell it But they were like we're not gonna force you We're not gonna go and tell it for you You're gonna have to figure that out and I did I I procrastinated I was having too much fun And I was like I'm not gonna tell the story And it blew up in my face And that is one of those things where it's like, oh, will we see that happen again? Probably not. You know, probably not. Even the fact that, the, the, re, the way the house found out about my story was because, we were to take that exit. <laughs> was because I didn't tell, and I should've. And what was happening back home, Heather's mom was looking at blog sites and they were already talking about me. And she found out there. Uh, so the internet and social media did kind of play a tool in people finding out that way But now I was in the in-between stage when social media was big, but it wasn't that
1: big But now it's totally different So now let me ask you though What is what is it that Dustin Zito does now? Like what is well obviously we talked about it in your podcast but like this present moment aside from me and you being in the car right now what is Dustin Zito gonna do and like is everyday life, What do you have any plans for the rest of this year? Oh, that, dude, uh,
0: I mean, I work at the butcher shop, you know, of course I'm always trying to come up with some scheme, some cool new product to sell that one day I'm gonna turn into a restaurant and a sports bar, so, you know, it's cool making burgers and different flavored burgers and stuff like that, it's awesome. And then the boat, man, I, I, I'm telling you, I have a child and it floats in the water. For, for six months out of the year. So I'm always on the boat. I love being around boats. I love being on the water. So that's kind of like not just a thing for me. It's kind of a lifestyle now. Um, and shoot, man, I got my girlfriend, Tova. We hang out all the time. We do great things, it's so much fun. Uh, we were on the boat watching football yesterday, man. That's the dream. That's the dream, bro. When it gets too cold to go out swimming, you just start watching football. And, you know, with COVID and everything, it's literally the best place because all of our bars and everything, of course, are closed down. They're not, not having big football parties anymore, so we make our own football party. So it's pretty cool. And what else do I do, bro? I just, I just chill, man. I'm low-key. I'm really low-key. What you got to understand is now I'm like 34. So I relish in the low-key life. You know, I'm not like out clubbing all the time anymore. That that whole that that whole what I like to call like the, the lion growing its mane. Now I got the mane. So I don't need to go out to the club and prove myself and, and get myself in a in a room full of people and be like, hey, hey, look at me! Hey! I'm growing here. I'm becoming a man. And you I need to experience this stuff for myself. So you know, once you really settle into that alphaness and you settle into that lion life, you're like, bro, I don't need it, man. Just give me and my girl, and let me chill, and let me be low key, and let me do some normal stuff, because um, because I did that stuff already, you know. It was, but it was fun. You gotta do it. Every young man has gotta have their experience in becoming an alpha. You know, you gotta put yourself in those uncomfortable positions. You gotta you gotta get out there and test yourself. You got to get out there and bring whatever skills you got or whatever you bring it to the bring it to the tip top and that's where you're going to really find out who you are. And then once you find out who you are, then you can literally settle into those later years in your life with ease. And I won't be the guy that goes through a midlife crisis because when I get to 55 and like, bro, I don't need to prove anything. I did that stuff when I was young. I don't feel like I missed out. So young men, you get your ass out there while you're young and you do stupid shit. And then when you get older, you like to math the stupid stuff. I don't need to do that, man. I mean, that's, that's out of my system, dude. I'm fine now. So these days in my regular life, it's pretty chill, man.
1: It's pretty low key, and I like it like that. Uh, I'm glad to hear it, man. Yeah, that's, that sounds like the life, dude. Yeah, dude. Got a beautiful girlfriend, bro. Boat? New York City?
0: i'm doing now kind of what you were doing back I in t- at- mike l i'm telling yeah. you bro you was telling me some stories today bro i'm like look michael's killing it and that's <laughs> what i'm saying you're a young lion man you just you're gonna get your alpha and and whenever you whenever you turn 55 you won't feel like you need to get a sports car and a young girlfriend and leave your wife because you know what you're like bro i already did that all you fools are missing out because you all was acting you was acting two reserves whenever y'all were young and y'all weren't having any fun and now you that road. You see? It? <laughs> yeah. These people got a concussion after that, Mike. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying, man. You know, so if I got any word for the wise and the y'all young men out here watching this shit go do something stupid. Go Chase do do dreams. Do go, something stupid. Yes. Go after
1: What's the worst that could happen? Someone could say no. Go after Exactly. Whether whether, whether it be a girl, whether it be a job, whether it be anything. And
0: and learn. And you know what? Be told no enough times that when somebody does tell you no, you're like, that's cool. I heard that before. It ain't (laughs) a big deal. And then the people will really be like, wait a second. He was too cool about that. I'm not going to say no. Now they're going to want you back. Then they're going to want you back. Yeah, that's how it works, bro. Look, now we're not backlit anymore. We got the
1: sun in our face. How about that? (laughs) Golden hour, right? The golden hour. That's it. But, uh, man, it was cool we were able to make this happen, man. And I know we had Dude. you on for episode number 25. And, and we were talking shit about playing golf then. And, and we, we were, actually made, it, made happen. it happen. That's some alphas right there saying <laughs> it and doing it. But, oh uh, it's crazy, man. I didn't expect this to ever snowball into kind of what it's turning into now. You were at the top of my, uh, you know, bucket list of who was trying to get on here. So the fact that we bro. were live, let alone able to have one episode, now yeah. we're having an in in-person, we had you on an after show. That's what I'm saying, so. You're moving you, up, bro. we go, We got to have Drew Brees on here We're going to have day. Drew Brees on here. Yeah, that's what we're <laughs> we going to We're going to moving on up, Mike. Uh, Telling you, But, um anybody watching this thank you for tuning in dustin thanks as always for uh coming on here for and sure dude. Uh, the best is yet to come folks who knows me and him later down the line who could knows? be having we
0: might actually some... go do the whole golf by boat trip we might actually do it that was just a warm-up this was get, just we a warm-up mike by some chance we might get a
1: vlog on there
0: man yeah we go put on a real golf course you know we, we do we was talking about it what y'all think about this we're gonna we'll just throw it out there tell me what you think we're gonna do a thing where we have a topic each hole is a different topic and it's usually a question at the beginning of the tee box you ask me the question we talk about it we discuss it throughout the hole but by the time i get on the green and by the time i hit the ball in the in the in the in the hole i got to figure out my answer you know some some philo- philosophical stuff you know some deep stuff you know let's let's fuck the surface level bullshit let's talk about some real stuff that helps some people and give
1: some people a reason to think Indeed, you always gotta get, keep people on their toes these days, man. It's true, man. But it's um, true. thank you again, and to everybody watching, make sure you like, subscribe, comment something nice down below on the Mike Lewis podcast. What do you say? Yeah. Till next time. See you guys. Later.